You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Podcast, Episode 6. Practical advice for insomniacs, bedtime thinkers, and anyone whose sleep could use an extreme makeover. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia and stress management coach. I'm also an artist, avid crocheter, expert napper, and crazy parrot lady. Today I'm going to be yapping about the third step in my five-step series on finding relief from insomnia and bedtime anxiety. Let's recap in case you were nodding off during the first two. I believe the current definition of insomnia, which is difficulty falling and staying asleep, is incomplete. It's missing the other half of the problem, which is the inner struggle over not sleeping. If there's no struggle, there's really no insomnia. You're simply a person who takes a while to fall asleep. When you add the inner struggle, or sprinkle in a healthy dose of anxiety and racing thoughts, then we have a problem. So what's the solution? Ending the struggle. One, by creating a peaceful evening ritual, which I covered in episode three. Two, changing your relationship with your sleeping environment, which I covered in episode four. And three, focusing on rest instead of sleep, which brings us here. Welcome to episode six. Now there aren't only three steps, there are two more, and I'll be covering those in the next few weeks. I think this is my favorite of the five steps. This is the part that requires the least amount of effort physically, and instead involves a small mindset shift that can make a huge difference. The words rest and sleep are often used synonymously, but they are two very different words, each with their own importance. Sleep is an act that involves your entire body entering into a state that is no longer awake. Rest is seizing movement in order to relax, refresh, and recover strength. Both words can have the same end result, but rest is a mindful and voluntary act that is done while you are awake. It involves being still while the world around you is not. The words of the day are rest and being still. If you're not too bothered by being awake, I recommend simply lying there and resting. It's important to remember that resting without sleeping is good for you too. Dr. Chris Winter, author of The Sleep Solution. The struggle that consumes a person with insomnia and bedtime anxiety is that they can't sleep and they want to. Sleep is the ultimate goal, and yet every effort they make only places sleep on a pedestal and pushes it further away. Get sleep as the goal out of your head and focus instead on rest. Tonight I will rest. This is your new mantra. Say it to yourself often. Tonight I will rest. What resting isn't? Tossing and turning, flailing angrily, punching your pillow, wrestling with your bedsheets, getting up to pace around the room, and other agitated movement. Now, I don't mean to assume that everyone who has insomnia or bedtime anxiety flops around angrily when they can't sleep, but something happens in your brain when sleep doesn't come when you want or expect it. I still wrestle with sleeplessness from time to time, especially when I have a lot going on in my brain. On nights when I'm thinking instead of sleeping, I start to get restless. I notice my thoughts, and then I get annoyed that I can't stop them. I turn my pillow over, thinking that must be the problem. I grab my phone to make a note of something I need to remember to do tomorrow. None of these things are resting. 
I have to catch myself in the act and tell myself, Beth, stop. You're making it worse. Now be still and rest. I think this is a good time to talk about getting out of bed when you can't sleep. If you're going to bed, lying there resting, and can't fall asleep for a while, let's say more than 30 minutes, perhaps you're going to bed too early. It should take you around 10 to 15 minutes to fall asleep. If it's taking longer, try moving your bedtime back a half an hour. The goal is to go to bed feeling tired. If it takes you less than 10 to 15 minutes to fall asleep, you might want to try going to bed earlier. The goal is tired, not exhausted. Falling asleep within seconds of your head hitting the pillow is a great party trick, especially if you can fall asleep anywhere, but most likely it's a sign that you need more sleep. I hear many insomniacs say when they can't sleep, they get out of bed and they do something else for a while, like read a newspaper or watch TV. I'll refrain from having a meltdown over the thought of you sitting in a dark room in front of a giant blue screen when you're already having sleep issues, and instead ask you sweetly to not watch television if you can't sleep. You are sending mixed signals to your brain. And if we've learned anything from our exes, it's that mixed signals are not a good thing. I will argue that getting out of bed and engaging in any other activity besides resting is counterproductive. You're saying one thing, but you're doing another. If you want to fall asleep, walking around the house eating cold pizza is not going to make it happen. Go lie down in your bed and be still. Getting out of bed and doing something else takes your mind off sleep for a while, right? But when you go back to bed, you're starting from scratch again. And you're starting off with the expectation that sleep will happen now. It can also distract you from feeling tired if you're engaging in mentally stimulating activities. Even checking your email can get you thinking about all the things you have to do tomorrow. Or reading a newspaper can get you thinking about negative topics. Staying in bed keeps you from getting distracted or taking on any extra life stressors. Stop thinking about sleep as the goal and focus on resting your body. Be okay with resting without sleeping. Your body needs it. Your brain needs it. This is not sleep or die. Rest is amazing too. A normal sleeper doesn't go to bed thinking, I must fall asleep. They just go to bed and they lie down with their eyes closed until they fall asleep. Now don't hit me, but the key to falling asleep involves not obsessing about falling asleep. Unfortunately, the pressure you put on yourself and the struggle to control your sleep is keeping you awake. If you can put your focus on rest, which is attainable, sleep will inevitably happen. Tonight I will rest. This has been the Calm and Cozy Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Calm and Cozy Program. The program comes in three versions, a self-study option, a group coaching program, and a private one-on-one coaching package. The program is based on an 80-page digital workbook that guides you through perfecting your sleep hygiene, creating your own evening ritual, and learning to end the struggle that is keeping you from experiencing the deep restorative sleep you need. The information you heard today is just a snapshot of what you'll get in the Common Cozy program. You can read more at BethWyattCoaching.com. There's a lot more information coming at you in the next few weeks, as well as some interesting interviews that I'm excited about. So thanks for listening, and until next time, sleep well and stay cozy.